Closer to the weekend, isn't it? Everybody's working full. Oh. Except us. No. We're just hanging out in the basement. It's Mike Marino, John King. Mike and John got it going on. Your local podcast. And what better way to start than with an update on our trivia question? You were thinking news, weren't you? I was. I was ready to do the news, yeah. but we don't. We do not have a winner again. I once again have okay. stumped the people, John. <laughs> I have stumped the people. <laughs> 28% of Americans admit they do this, yeah. even though they know it's wrong. I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do this anyway. All right, now you haven't told me the answer. Write it down here. Write it down here so I can see I, it. I wrote oh, it right okay. there. See, you printed this up on the Giggle oh, printer, okay. courtesy of Dan's right. PC Solutions, um, giving us the... Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I do not think I've ever done this purposely. I, I may have done it and said, oops, I, shouldn't have done that. I go out of my way, way not to do it. Yeah, because you know it's wrong. You're tempted at times. You'll go... <sighs> Nobody will but, notice. No, you look. Yeah, you go. No, not gonna do it. No, I'm not better than that. Gonna do it. But 28 percent of people aren't. Yeah, They're it the does jerks. have to do with your vehicle yeah. and you behind the wheel. We'll see if we can get an answer. Okay. If not, we'll answer it by the end of the show. All right. But first, let's get to Giggo News, brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. The suspects arrested in the shooting deaths of two Highland Township teens have now been charged. 18-year-olds Jesse Wright and Stephen Morrow remain held without bond after being charged with two counts of homicide, two counts of armed robbery, and four counts of possession of a firearm in the commission of a crime. The charges were filed in connection with the deaths of 19-year-old Cameron Duckworth and 16-year-old Drake Mancuso. Their bodies were found by White Lake Township Police Saturday morning after officers were called to the Cedarbrook Estates Mobile Home Park on a report of an unresponsive person near a pond. They'd reportedly each been shot several times. It's believed the suspects and the victims were acquaintances. A longtime local teacher who traveled the world with celebrities has passed away. Charles Carlton Bates, better known as Charlie, passed away May 23rd. He was 89. Bates was an All-American athlete in high school and at U of M. That led to a career doing diving stunts as he traveled the world with celebrities, including the Three Stooges. After his life's first act, he became a teacher and retired as a science teacher from Heartland Farms Middle School in 1994. After retirement, Bates became an active member of the Howell American Legion, and he continued coaching until just earlier this year. A celebration of life will be held Sunday, July 17th at the American Legion Devereaux Post in Howell. Arrangements are being handled by the Watkins Brothers Funeral Homes, McDonald's Chapel. And emergency repairs are being performed on the Hill Road overpass over US-23 following a crash Wednesday that closed down the northbound lanes. The Michigan Department of Transportation reports the closure was necessitated by the impact of a high load on the overpass that happened about 12.30 Wednesday afternoon. A tweet from MDOT's Bay Region said northbound US-23 would remain closed and detoured through the Hill Road interchange while crews performed emergency repairs. The work will also close one lane of eastbound Hill Road. Those repairs are expected to be completed sometime Thursday morning. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, Brighton's preeminent jewelry store with a commitment to customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and exquisite merchandise. Be sure to stop by and see Mark and Barb Binkley. They pride themselves on offering something special for everybody and recognize customer satisfaction is the sole purpose of their business, offering a unique mix of exceptional quality jewelry, value, all in a warm and engaging environment. If you're looking for something special, maybe an anniversary or graduation, they've got custom designs. They'll design something specifically for that special someone in your life. They've got the latest from Simon G. and Zagani. Zagani! Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Main Street in downtown Brighton. See them today. See them online first. Do a little pre-shop. CooperandBinkleyJewelers.com. All right. Now All right. You 
I think it's time. You want me to reveal the answer already? No, no, no. Oh, it's oh. time to call Rich. Oh, the less you It's know. time to learn less. <laughs> learn less. I know less. We're going to learn less I know from Rich. Rich. <laughs> of course, Rich Proberg with the less you know. Yes. I've got a, <laughs> Rich's number because I was going another right, direction. Right I'm sorry. Right I know it's right on there. the board there. But I like to hit the make sure that I don't have okay. to dial it. I've I know you have it in your phone. Yeah. I just conveniently put it up there. You did. You're, you're very efficient well, that way with her dry erase board. Board. <laughs> Morning. Wake up and get going, Rich. It's Mike and John. Yeah, I know. Enough, enough for the vacation. Back to work, fella. Yeah, I was gonna say, where are you? Because it's raining. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm back up north, the great, the great green north, and ah. uh, my goodness, uh, did did my fan call last week when I was around? You must have been deluded with calls. Yeah, we, we kind of were. Oh, we don't sorry. worry. We have an answering service the, now they, because they, of you. Yeah. <laughs> the complaints were numerous. The telegrams that we got, we were just buried in telegrams. Telegrams. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My fans would use telegrams. Yeah, carrier pigeons <laughs> even dropped off a few notes right, for you right. <laughs> on my car. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's on your mind today, Rich? Well. Um, I'm going to try to live up to the name of making sure we know a little less than what we did before this call started. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty amazed. I saw you guys covered it with your, your news coverage that that you've got this, uh, this self-appointed Moms for Liberty uh, zealot out there who has decided to attack the Heartland schools over and over again. And it, it seems a little troubling. Yeah, yeah, more than a little troubling, and, and I guess what, I mean, this is part of a pattern. This group, Moms for Liberty, is notorious. They have a, a there's just a whole series of falsehoods, erroneous statements, just lies that they've perpetrated, uh, a lot of it having to do with schools. Uh, this most recent one, as you said, we covered uh, this woman uh, who, who alleged that there was, a, on a TikTok video that had on its labeled, Pedophile alert. Pedophile alert. Right. Which is dangerous. That's just dangerous. It is very dangerous. And, and as you said, our story, you know, point out this was a retired surgeon. He had the full uh, participation and acknowledgement of administration in the Heartland schools. And he did this very cool thing with the students in his classroom. Uh, you know, nothing untoward or anything inappropriate was done. This mom, however, is alleging, as you said, very dangerously, that this somehow that there's some sort of pedophile activity going on and it is dangerous but you know if you lead with something like that people are going to check it out and, it. and yeah it is a, a you could have done a well, different you know, lead you're aware of the pizza gate story a, a couple years ago where right. a guy showed up at a washington pizza place to rescue kids from the basement who were being held uh as sexual slaves which right. of course was yeah. totally false he showed up with a with a high-powered weapon and that fortunately didn't end in a you know tragedy it certainly could have only by luck yeah. right but but you're right that you know we you, people are, are deranged. We have weaponry, <laughs> unfortunately, as we now know, uh, as we, you know, we're reminded of every day. Uh, and, and so when you make these accusations like this, it is dangerous, and it's and and to be doing it again without any any attempt well, to verify without even checking yeah. it out or verify. It. And when a story comes out. She just doubles down. Right, right, right. And she did, right. And, 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 and there's a direct line from this. I mean, I'm saying she knows about uh, what, the, what Senator Lana Tice did, but Lana Tice did the same thing. She accused a Senate colleague of grooming kids for pedophile and sexual assaults. Right, and then and then doubles down when she was called on. So so I mean this this I don't know if, we've, if everybody's clear what happened. Harlan, the, the, the guy let kids. See their, see and hear their heartbeat. With He's a retired things. surgeon, cool. for God's sakes. Yeah, but but Larry. Larry Nasser was a doctor. That, that's what I was going to say. You have to be careful on those, you know, just because they're a position no, of authority. Said, fair enough. She yeah. made that reference. She made that. But. I mean, but, but, but it was totally. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about moms for liberty. They only mean certain moms have liberty because other parents came to the defense of the school and she criticized them. So right. apparently parental rights only are in, in, in force when 
when you agree with her. Well, the, it, other moms, the other moms thought it was a wonderful thing. Right. I mean, the right. There was feedback from other parents whose kids were in the classroom that day, and they said, this was wonderful. My kid was thoroughly engaged. They found this fascinating, interesting. Thank you for, for doing yeah. this. And we should point out, this this substitute teacher who was a retired surgeon, he he asked the principal. He, you know, he, he got permission to do this. Only male students were asked to participate because he was a male. So there were every appropriate safeguard and thing was brought into uh, consideration and implemented. And yet, and yet, this woman, for her whatever her purposes are, and this group's purposes, and and as we've said, we've seen time and time again that they've they've deployed their you know uh, quiver of lies. <laughs> uh, well, you, well, I get what you're saying. I went to her Facebook page, and for a while, I, I think she must have taken it down. But right, she had a picture of, a, of what looked to be a, a young guy, maybe a trans girl with a skirt on, and identified this person. As the shooter in Texas, it's 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 totally false. And and, and as you pointed out again, dangerous. Has, has any of the uh, the mom the fellow moms for liberty called her out on this? No. I mean, because I would assume. Are you kidding me? They they're they're, they're going to advance her through the leadership. See now, I, in in this kind of thing, you look at it like where when this group started. I would assume, and I would like to assume, looking at the good part of people, that they, they were looking out, actually looking out for what's best for kids. But then it somehow well, took an extreme. For the good part of people, I've done my job. You know less than you did when we, this, this call started. You go to her site and you've got all sorts of people saying, way to go, Brooke. Right. Oh, that's nuts. Well, and as you pointed out, Rich, I mean, like you said, it's only certain moms and it's only certain liberties. Some liberties are more important than others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the liberties that they happen to believe in, those are the important ones. The moms that agree with them, those are the important moms. The moms that don't or any other parent that doesn't, meh, you're wrong. You're And then they just label. It, it's much like the fake news label. Now, now it's just, yes. you just throw out pedophile. Pedophile. Yeah. And you're like, are you kidding me? How do you have any conversation with irrational people? Well, you don't. You know, <laughs> you don't. Well, exactly. But how do, you, how do you do that when you talk about parental rights? Okay, I, I don't want a book in my kid's class. Your kid's in the same class and you want that book there. Well, who, what, what parental rights uh, win on that? You know, that's, that, that debate never seems to be held. Right. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's scary. And I, and I don't want to over-alarm it, but you start tossing around the term pedophile, you start ringing the bell of some of the, the lesser uh, grounded people in the area. Well, and as you pointed out, I mean, she's perpetrating an idea that the shooter in Texas was a trans person. Again, this is yes. this is trying to gin up hatred, and frankly, I'll take it the extra step and say it's encouraging violence against trans people. And, you know, I, I, I just have... I just heard yeah. a U.S. representative from Arizona put the same picture up right. and added that it was an illegal immigrant. You know, so... Which, which wasn't true as no, Americans. It, the shooter was an American it, citizen. It, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, when, when, you're, when your congressmen and state senators are acting this way, is it any surprise that uh, that someone who's looking for her 15 minutes of fame would, would jump onto those things? All right, so no. I would like to believe that this is a very vocal minority of people, yeah. that there is a silent majority. I know that that phrase has been deployed throughout the ages in various good and bad Just ways. Just shaking but, her head and saying, what the heck But is wrong how, with do, how do we, the imagined, supposed <laughs> silent majority, I mean, how do we retake this narrative, uh, and I think it, it my, my it's a rhetorical question. I think it's we have to speak up, we have to point out, we have to say enough is enough. I mean, I don't know what else we can do. Well, you do it, and you had a hope, and this is just going to show how naive I can be that there be some leadership that 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 are that are elected leaders can say, yeah, I don't like what the other party stands for. But they're not pedophiles, right? And, and I'm going to distance myself from. Well, uh, of, uh, not just distance 
myself, but out and out criticize. Right. I mean, we. When was the last time you heard that? John McCain did. I don't. I don't know. When was the last time you've ever heard anybody do? That. Right. You're right. For the right, that, that that excellent instance, and in, he took the microphone back from the woman who was accusing Obama of being a you know a uh, secret Muslim and all the rest. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And and he took the microphone and said, "No, ma'am. No, ma'am." You know. And yeah. and and you're right. That may have been the last time in national politics for sure where something like that Somebody happened. Somebody had the cojones to do you know, something to that say might no. Took off their party. Give me a break. Uh, yeah. Dude. And and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, you know, you mentioned the whole Lana Tice thing, calling out Senator McMorrow, saying, oh, you're, she's a pedophile. Um, and nobody, to my knowledge, nobody in the Republican Party, no leadership, yes. nobody uh, said a word, said, mm, I, you know, not even 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 just a half-tainted, like, well, I wish you would have used different language or, you know, even a half-hearted attempt at saying, well, that might be a little bit much. They all either doubled down and said, yep. Or, or the best was no comment, you know, or just didn't say a thing. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, this speaks loudly to the lack of leadership. I, I think guess. I really know less than when we started. Yeah. <laughs> I really do because once again, you have fulfilled your opens up more questions than answers, man. <laughs> you know, we we're out of time. We were going to talk about uh, we were going to talk about half the Republican gubernatorial field getting knocked out by this petition scandal. Maybe we can yeah, talk about that next, next week. We'll have a better update on what's right. happened. On the, uh, the, repeal the, the canvassers are meeting today, and we'll, we'll see what they decide. But I think that's another interesting, uh, another interesting it, issue. It's fascinating that the party that talks about uh, fraud and and shenanigans <laughs> in elections is the ones that can't get their uh, petitions straight. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> another thing we know less about. <laughs> okay, and, and we'll know even less next week. Excellent. Sounds good, Rich. Right. Have a great week, man. Thanks. You All right. All right. All right. Take care. The Less You Know with Rich Prilberg. And we're brought to you by Firehouse Doors, uh, located in Livingston County, serving residents for the past 24 years. A family-owned business, they strive to treat each customer like family. Veteran-owned, Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. They're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, They've been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. And when you buy a garage door and opener package, they'll upgrade our listeners to a belt drive battery backup opener. No extra cost. That's a $275 value, and it includes the MyQ camera system. And that offers good through June 15th. All right, so we've still got some time to take advantage of that. It's uh, still t National Teacher Appreciation Month. Right, and we've been putting teachers in our community spotlight. Um, you know, I can't, you know, as, as many teachers that we've talked to, there's each and every one of them has had their own uh, uniqueness. And that's what's been really fun about this, this segment we've been doing throughout the month of uh, throughout the month of May. Right. And uh, our community spotlight, by the way, brought to you by Jordan Genso uh, with the Genso team at Remax Platinum, a community focused real estate agent. Once again, spending the month of May doing what he has dubbed Main Street May. And uh, last night he visited Stout Irish Pub. He's still there. If somebody yeah, they, can pick him up. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, he said he played a round of speed quizzing with our friend, Kenny Privet, with yeah. uh, Kenny Privet Productions. Uh, so if you go to his Facebook page, if you go to Jordan's Facebook page, Jordan Genso, uh, Community Servant, Community Realtor, you have a chance to win a $10 gift card. Did he uh, brag about how he did in speed trivia? Yeah, he did, actually. He says, I won the round thanks in no small part to the person next to me at the bar oh, whose God. phone had died. <laughs> So he wasn't able to play solo. <laughs> so a win's a win. Yeah, it is. So if you want to get a $10 gift card to Stout Irish Pub, go to Jordan's Facebook page. And, of course, he's uh, bringing us our community spotlight today. Who are we talking and to? Our teacher today is Susan Schmokel, who is a first-year teacher in Howell. She's done amazing projects. Hi, Susan. It's Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. Well, good morning. Well, congratulations. Your first year of teaching here in Howell at uh, Voyager. Yes, that is right. And uh, we understand you've been uh, you've been involved in some amazing projects there at Voyager. Tell us about those for the your first year. I mean, you're jumping in and making a splash. That's for sure. Yes. Well, the kids have been very busy this year. We've been working on some some clay and uh, paper mache projects. Anything that we can take away some of that drawing with just drawing and turn it into something 3D and popping out and recycling we're doing this year you know craft it's an interesting question uh craft projects that you do for you know in the younger grades and and obviously you try and do it and it's part of a sort of a curriculum but um i just have to wonder though do you try and shy away from things like glitter <laughs> <laughs> do you like, yeah. the kids are like we want to do glitter and you're like no i don't think we're going to do glitter 
No, any teacher, any classroom teacher that needs glitter, I am more than happy to send it their way. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I, I have a, a definite allergy to glitter. Yeah. It's everywhere. Right. Shop back. <laughs> so let me ask you, when you come out, you know, because you, you really strike some memories in all of us when you mention clay projects and, and paper mache. Uh, for the clay projects, pottery wheel, yes or no? No. No? No, not a pottery wheel. Okay. Just for, sort of free-forming what they like? Yeah, it's just free-forming. In fact, it was done at the beginning of the year, just kind of a, a way to, for me to get to know them, being that I was new to the district. Um, they got to make their favorite food, and then we squished it. It was a game uh, that we made out of it, and uh, or they got to make their favorite animal, and then we smashed it. Oh, my God, that sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> Uh, the kids just kind of looked at me like, I spent 15 minutes on this, and now you want me to smash Well, that, okay. you know, it's, it's, it's kind of taking out some stress and <laughs> relieving a situation. But, what if it was bad? <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> so, now, how did, they, now, did they squish it with their hands, or, or how was it squished? Yep, that was the, that was okay. the rules. They had to, you know, create it with their hands, and then they got to be able to, to take care of it and start all over yeah. again. Now, was this real clay, or was this Play-Doh? No, this was this was homemade actually. Oh, homemade! Um, but it actually will air dry. You know, we're trying to res uh, save our resources and spend it where we need to spend it. And clay wasn't the choice. And, but I made it here at home and brought it in. Whoa! And the kids just loved it. Very cool. Yeah. So you know, as Mike mentioned, you know, you're finishing up your first year of teaching, and uh, I'm just curious. You know, now that you're wrapping this up. What's the what was the biggest surprise for you over the year in terms of what you expected and, and what the reality? Well, the was. first year with Howell, you yeah. you taught in another I'm district, sorry, right? Yeah, my, yeah. Correct. I taught okay. yeah in Detroit actually. So this is um, my 18th year of teaching. Well, then I guess I was just 17 years off. So <laughs> I guess well, you know 17 years it? in, how has it changed <laughs> from what you expected? <laughs> See now, a first year teacher, we'll call it like your virgin year. You probably would have been okay yeah. with glitter but you've learned <laughs> okay this brings okay here's here's the problem i uh, i apparently read the cliff's notes for this interview and i didn't do my homework this has been something that's plagued me my entire life <laughs> you know what thus i'm doing a podcast in a basement we want to have you come in and have us do paper mache <laughs> so all right my my mistake right, let's go back to but the that, first year in howell yeah, that, that does bring up an interesting thing coming from detroit to howell i mean obviously just the size and the community itself is different so there has to have been some some changes and things that you had to adapt to exactly i mean overall kids are kids right right but i did come from many years teaching kindergarten to now teaching art again and i would have to say that just the amount of supplies that were available um and the former art teacher left me in good standing with all sorts of really cool uh things to be creative with. Uh, so I, I do have to, my hat goes off to her and her help. Uh, but yeah, the, the kids just wanting to learn, uh, wanting to be creative, wanting to explore. Their openness was just um Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. So when when you you're just you just teach art, elementary art. So you're teaching all different grades, correct? Correct. Okay. So so is there any grade you look more forward to than others? Because <laughs> you know the. Believe it or not, even though I come from you know a background with kindergarten and younger students, I am really enjoying the fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. Uh, not that that all the grades are wonderful, but I I really like those fourth and fifth graders because you know their their skills are developing. Um, they they listen and they they see their projects turn out wonderfully, and they're like, wow, I really can do this. Of course you can. Yes. Well, yeah. All when you have to do is try. They, they've got a little bit more passion toward it, I would imagine, than the kindergarten or first graders. So a little more experience, something under the right. belt. But, uh, no, art always a lot of fun. And the reason I asked about the uh, the pottery wheel, because I remember in elementary school using that, and then you make your thing, and you have to wait till it goes in the kiln, and you don't know how it's going to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, are you, trust me, the teachers were praying too that it mm. didn't break in the kiln. Yeah. Have to go to a child and break <laughs> what, their heart. What, what school did you go to? That you, 
that you had a pottery wheel and a kiln. Oh, I went to uh, Taylor Elementary in okay. uh, in Livonia. Yeah, I, yeah. I I just ate paste. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we did. Well, I just, well, get me wrong. I did that too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they kind of frown on eating Dude, Elmer's. I'm I mean, as as an art teacher. Do you ever have to go? No, no, <laughs> not <laughs> in the mouth. Uh, okay. Yeah, yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tinder, they still need reminders. Right. <laughs> even up to fourth, fifth. You know, even seniors in high school, we told don't eat the paste. <laughs> <laughs> or that might look yummy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Well, you know, Play-Doh had a certain salty taste to well, it. Sure, <laughs> so, you know. And the thing is, <laughs> all of us listening now, we all have that. We can, we have that taste in yeah. our mouth right now. That Play-Doh <laughs> taste. Mmm, Play-Doh. It smells kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's those twist-up glue sticks look a lot like. Right. Puppy, you know, the, you know the this is. <laughs> these are the things you got to be aware of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, uh, right? I mean, I guess. Uh, you know, they. I we we talked about glitter before, and I know they make like glitter glue, oh, yeah. where the glitter's like mixed in with the glue. And I guess maybe that's better because the glitter's. I don't contained. know. You can tell, but you can tell by Susan's yeah. tone that she really doesn't approve <laughs> of glitter glue. <laughs> you know, you know, it's you can say it's more self-contained. Right. You know, it's not going to really go anywhere. Right. Uh, but my favorite would be the glitter paint. Glitter paint. Uh, yeah. Yes, glitter paint. Wonderful. <laughs> Is that sarcasm I'm sensing in your voice? Oh, no, no, no. no, no oh, okay, no. good. Oh, I it's, wasn't it's, sure if you're like... It's like sand paint, it's, you know, it's and it gives a texture. for glitter paint. Okay. Okay. But because it's contained. It's contained. Yeah, right, because if you just yes. a, a jar of glitter, you're like, okay, this, let's it's make our own glitter paint. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> you know the kids would. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, I've made an art project of the entire room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they even have glitter when we were getting <laughs> Yeah, I know they had the tubes, but they didn't have it Not in the really. paste and all that. Glitter kind of technology's advanced it quite sure a has. lot in the last few years. Right. <laughs> and now, and now it comes in, like, mega jars. Oh, God. Yeah. dumped over, and it's fine. Oh. You know, the finer, the better. Yeah, go to Sam's Club. <laughs> oh, no. So, <laughs> and get a big, <laughs> okay. a big top. We're giving her nightmares now. She's like, I'm stop. Sorry. How about bedazzled? Have you done any bedazzling? you <laughs> We have not done bedazzling, uh, no, no, right. no, but we did use shells to help yeah. beef up our paper mache flamingos that oh, were my favorite. Okay. Nice. All right, so is, is like gluing a, uh, a seashell, you know, the macaroni shells on a plate, is that still part of the curriculum? You know, funny you should ask that. I have a whole cupboard of macaroni, and no. No. no, that, that would not be one of my favorite yeah, no. products to right. use now. Yeah. All right, like, just check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the bow ties could be fun. Just say the, the bow tie? The bow tie pasta. Yeah, the bow tie yeah. pasta. Could be fun to do stuff with. Maybe painting <laughs> with, with <some> glitter. <laughs> glitter paint. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you want us to come in and guest yes. teach for you? <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. We'll yeah. bring a shop oh back with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Susan, a lot of fun, and uh, congratulations on your first year here on Howl. We hope you have many more. After. And congratulations on your previous 17 years in teaching, which I completely ignored. <laughs> Thank you so much, gentlemen. I hope you have a great yeah, day. You too. Hey, for for once, I did more homework than you. Yeah, but that's amazing. All right. <laughs> Susan, have a great week. I'm uh, here for you. Enjoy this. <laughs> I get a smiley <laughs> face, <too>. baby. <laughs> well, Susan, have a great summer. All right. Thank you. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah, art class. It's one of those yeah. things where I think early on, because I like sports so much, I preferred going to, because you had those days of the week where it's like, oh, Wednesday's gym day, and then maybe Friday would be art right. day, and you were just hoping, like, maybe the art teacher will call in sick and I can go to gym. <laughs> but no, art was fun. I, I like A lot art. of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun in art class. Yeah. So. Susan, our teacher. I don't know if this is a surprise to anyone that I preferred art class and you preferred gym. <laughs> I don't think this is a surprise to anybody. Yeah. Well, you know, you when know. you ace that pot, Pottery wheel the first yeah. time through, Jim. Pottery wheel? Yeah. I just yeah, can't you imagine. Had to spin it with your feet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man. Yeah, to get that thing okay going. There, Richie Sometimes. Rich. <laughs> going to pottery wheel school. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I think it was on loan from the district. It went from like school to school. Meanwhile, so you're like, having like a ghost moment in well, third yeah. grade. Oh, oh. You know, and I'm in the, I'm like, ah, paste. No, so let's nom, see how fast we, <laughs> we can spin this thing and watch the, the clay just get deformed. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get your hands wet, otherwise it starts sticking all over the place. <laughs> all right, all right, enough of that. Yes, now. our community spotlight again brought to you by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum. Uh, check out his Facebook page, Jordan Genso Community Servant Community Realtor. Hey, and for those sticking around on the YouTube, 
version. <laughs> on the YouTubes. On the YouTubes. Yeah, on the tubes. We have something very special coming up. You may notice it behind us, but an update yeah. on, on what we talked about in a, a, po, a previous post show. True. Previous post show. Okay. So we'll get to that He's, in the end. It's, it's hanging around. It is. It's hanging right. around. Yeah. And of course, uh, all the teachers we're featuring uh, this month on Mike and John Got It Going On, uh, a p- part of the Hall Education Association, uh, building futures together, promoting and celebrating excellence in the teaching profession. Of course, the first week in May was National Teacher Appreciation Week, highlighting and celebrating excellence in local teaching. So the Hall Education Association has expanded that, and we're doing that for the entire month of May. Teachers being spotlighted this month have been nominated by their HEA colleagues like Sue. As examples of teaching excellence, the Hall Education Association serves its membership through collaboration and advocacy at the district, county, and state level with the goal of supporting teachers in their professional efforts in local schools and classrooms. The Hall Education Association, local teachers working together for student success. All right, now speaking of students, did any of our students come up with the right answer um, in well, trivia? Well, first, first, I do want to give you a little bit of a pass because okay. the notations we were given from okay. the HEA regarding Susan Schmokel, our teacher right. today, it does say first year teacher. Susan's first year. Okay, so that's what I thought. So I remember you think reading. it's like fresh out of school? You got. That's what I thought. Yeah, but you didn't read the whole thing. You got. You got a first year well, in let me, Howell. Let me, let me see this. First year in Howell. See, so you got to read into that a little bit. Put a little effort into your pre-show stuff. <laughs> what the hell, man? So you. I've already acknowledged. No, I'm just saying. I'm, 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 <laughs> I want to break down and I want to go back and examine. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you a hard time. All right, so <laughs> why would I do that? No. I'm so sorry. No. All right, so our, yes. our trivia question this morning that uh, I don't think anybody's got it right yet. About 28% of Americans admit to doing this even though they know it's wrong. Let's take a look at some of the guesses. Okay. Uh, not wearing a seatbelt. I don't know. I feel like I remember because we're of the generation where, until seatbelts became a law, it was right. kind of an optional thing. You just I remember said, we, we uh, 1976 we got a Dodge Dart, and it was it had a buzzer. Was it, it a swinger? No, no, not a dart swinger. But it was nice cherry yeah. red. And uh, if you didn't buckle the seatbelts, there was a buzzer. Yeah. And so well, yeah, it would ding ding. It would, ding no, it didn't. But it was like, eh. I mean, it was just like you couldn't ignore it. And so I remember I have a specific memory of us all laughing as we buckled the seatbelts and yeah. sat on top Fooled of them. that car. You know, ha ha! Stupid safety measure. Seventies. <laughs> 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 Somebody will come up with the airbag someday. What's we'll next? Too. <laughs> so no, not the not the seatbelt. Right. Eating grapes or other fruits before you check out. Hmm. I've never. Re- I don't think I've ever really stealing. done that. Uh, I haven't done it with fruit. If I were to eat something or give my kids like uh, those circus crackers when they would be, right. I would let them eat them, but I would still. You'd, scan you'd still pay for it, so, right? Yeah. But it's terms like eating a grape or, or something yeah. that you can't. Yeah, you when know. you're camping out in a grape section, we you know, see a fella. Somebody, it's like if that got too bad, they'd have to like weigh you when you came into the store and then weigh you on the way out. <laughs> be like, um, you've gained four pounds since you've been here, sir. <laughs> um, Picking your nose, I guess. Oh, that's uh, nice. Not closing the cover before striking matches. That's a, that's something we haven't. <laughs> it's a thought very about specific a answer. Well, it says not closing before striking, so I'm assuming that Michael's okay. talking about matches. Uh, drive without shoes after work. <laughs> ah, tired of my shoes. Think I'll drive home barefoot. I don't like that. You like that? And I don't. I, I, I don't. Feet no, slip, I need. I need my shoe. Yeah, I need my shoe on the you, pedal. You don't want a sweaty foot on a pedal, and then cheating on taxes. No, twenty-eight percent. You yeah. know that's got to be more than that. You know, and uh, by driving the, after a few drinks. By the way, cheating on taxes is a big no-no. It certainly is. And I'll tell you who will tell you not to do that because you don't have to do that. No, you don't. That's Fairchild, LaBelle, and Rice CPAs. If you're looking for a firm to you know, focus on your individual needs, always treat you like the client that matters, they know the ways to, to maximize your tax return. And your write-offs, those right. kind of things. Right, and do it the right way. Fairchild, LaBelle, and Rice CPAs. Give them a call, 517-321-5990, flrcpas.com. Changing lanes without turn signals. 28%? Come on. I think it's a little more than that. Some people just zip zags it. I don't even know if turn signals were optional. I cannot tell you how many people are always just like, oh, yeah, don't worry about your blinker. I know it's so difficult for you to do this. So is it more annoying to be behind the guy that's just zigzagging without using a turn signal or behind the person that has the turn signal on for six miles? 
now, asking for a friend. I agree. Now, have you ever found yourself, and you looked at it and go, oh, shoot. <laughs> my blinkers are not, and you go. Like, how long has yeah. this been? Yeah, I know. Let's see. Like, how far back was that? Actually, right. You're like, yeah. oh, um, oh my god. How old uh, am I? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's happened, but that's that's on accident. At least you turn on your turn signal. Happens more and more. Maybe you're going to keep turning left. Oh my god, I think I've had that thing on since Dayton. <laughs> turn right on red. Uh, let's see. Any other uh, great guesses? And we here? just say the answer has to do with automobiles. It does have to do but with automobiles. So far, not the right answer. Uh, Madonna, our friend, the school bus driver, says running that red flashing school bus mm -hmm. lights. Mm hmm. We see you. She driving. sees you. Madonna sees oh, you. She does. Uh, since we're talking about driving, driving with their dog in their lap. That's not a distraction. No, that's it, a little weird. You, you know, we had Rocky on the show, my little yeah. dog, the other day. Whenever he's in the car, he wants to be in my lap while I'm driving. And it seems like only when I'm on the freeway. Surface streets, where it's slower. But as soon as I get on the freeway, oh, we're up over 60? Well, i got to get up in your lap. I'm like, no, dog, get. Hey. Where does he want to go? To Telegraph Road? Right now, <laughs> get a good, good deal. deal. All right, <laughs> you either know or you know. Uh, move, movie hopping in the theater. No. So you see one movie? No, I would or never do. I that. wanted to see that one yeah. too, so you kind of hide out. Or the you bathroom. buy the ticket to the PG, and then you go down the hall into <laughs> Who the. Who did that? Never. <laughs> Our answer. Yes. Was parking in a handicapped spot, even though yeah. you don't have a handicap. Don't do that. It's, don't do that. But like I said, some people may do it on accident. Other people are just How many people do that on accident? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. All these signs and these blue markings? I had no idea this was a handicapped spot. Right. Well, sometimes they're not marked very well. Not I, that's that, true. Yeah. Now, I have seen some where you're kind of like, Is this a handicap? Well, wait. Oh, crap. Like, I'm in a handicap. One side of it is yellow. And the other side's blue, and you're like, yeah. is this a spot? I, and the, sign, they don't and the sign. sign is maybe, it's kind of turned, and you're like, is it facing this spot? or is it? <laughs> so I agree there are yeah. times when you're kind of like, I don't know. But I always err on the side of, like, if I'm not sure, I'm like, well, I'm not going to park here. Well, there was a place that, uh, well, we used to work that had a handicapped spot, right. which was furthest away from the door. It was furthest just away. Just because there was right. a spot that was low enough if you had a, for, if you had a, a wheelchair, wheelchair or something yeah, like that. True. But you're like... Hmm, problem with design, maybe. So that's uh, that's our answer today. Mm. Parking in a handicapped spot. So shame on you if you've done that. Yeah, knowingly. Don't do that. Yeah, that's that's not right. People. All right. Um, people. Coming up tomorrow on the show for Friday. What's coming up tomorrow? We'll be talking with our friend Rhonda at Torch 180. You know, tomorrow's a big bang boom day. A big bang boom. We have not had a big bang boom. Big bang boom. We have not had a big bang boom. Bonnie, uh, Bonnie uh, Runyon Talking is going to join us, and then we'll uh, and we'll have talk another, another interview teacher. with the teacher. Yeah, as we wrap we'll it talk up. To AJ Doki tomorrow. All right. Not Okie Doki. AJ Doki. Well, we'll find out. Maybe maybe From, AJ is Okie Doki. Uh, Highlander Way Middle School. Okay. Remember middle school? We called it junior high back in our day. I do. I do. I do remember. Oh, you're in the middle. Yeah. It's not high school or junior high. Middle school. Yeah. My kid is finishing up eighth grade, but they call him a third year. They're a third year student. Ooh. It oh, makes you feel like a senior. Exactly. Oh, I'm a third, uh, third year student out of the way. <clears throat> third year coming through. <laughs> <laughs> then and you become a freshman. Think about that. That's so true, though, because yeah. you, you go from you're elementary school. You go from elementary school. So sixth grade, when you're in middle school, your first year, you're kind of like, oh, my God, uh, different classes. And I can't bring my lunchbox anymore. And, <laughs> and you get over that. No wonder we have so many issues here <laughs> right. in America. Seventh grade, you're kind of like, all right, I'm getting the feel for this building. I got it. I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm staying out of trouble, not being, you know, just a eighth grade. Then you're like, eh, eighth grader. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to run the place. And then you get into ninth grade and you're like, oh, God. I'm going to get a swirly. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> do they do swirlies me. anymore? You'd probably be arrested and thrown in juvie. You know, it, did you ever have that? I, I told my kids about swirlies. They did not believe me. And I told I never them, had that happen. I told I, it's a I've never seen that. True story. When I was in ninth grade. You got a swirly? I did not, and here's why. Maybe a wedgie, but not a swirly. No, no, but but literally a couple of seniors saw us. It was like the first week of school. Yeah. So we just had fresh meat painted on us. This is the 80s. So, uh, and they were like, oh, freshmen. And, we, and, like, it's just funny how, like, you just know. Like, it had just that, that knowledge had been transferred down, like, if you see seniors run. <laughs> this is this is the era that we lived in. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, and it was just accepted. But see, your biggest worry going to school then was a swirly. Right, that's true too. You know? uh, and so, so it really wasn't that right. bad. So they 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 
grabbed us. I mean, literally physically grabbed us, hauled us into a bathroom, and I broke away from. I was like, "No way!" And I and my friend was like, "Ah!" And so they they dragged him in the bathroom. I broke away and said, "Bye!" And I split. Didn't even try and help his friend. I, oh hell no! That guy's not. His I friend just knew this. Anymore. My head is not going in a toilet. Yeah. All right, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> if I have to trample children, if I have to push over old ladies, it does not matter. This I'm not putting my head in a toilet. That's not going to happen until junior year when I broke into the dad's, uh, you know, Carling Black Label. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> then your head voluntarily <laughs> then, went in. Then I'm the like, toilet. oh my god, where's the toilet? <laughs> okay, Carling Black Label. Boy, you went top shelf. <laughs> Anything would do. I'm sure the Hall Education Association's like, uh, we have to reconsider our sponsorship here. All right, but that's a true story. It's. <laughs> Where were we going with that? I don't know. This is what you get. This is what you get. Is that what you get? Yeah. What kind of stories you got? Well, first of all, our division of schools went from elementary, went from K to six. And then junior high was seven to nine. Hmm. And then high school was 10 to 12. That's interesting. But they did change that. To um, K to six, and then it went from uh, seventh and eighth, and then ninth grade was added to the high schools. Like my when I was a junior, More something, traditional something model, along right. along those lines. So it went from being the king of the school when you're a sixth grader, you ruled the school, and oh, you were a sixth grader. Yeah, you may have had a pubic hair somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> your voice started to change Day a little. One. Then, <laughs> Then you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? It's kind of like you're here now. So then you get to seventh grade, and <laughs> you're you're wandering around this yeah. huge building thinking, right. oh, my gosh, I hope I can get to my class on time. When's lunch? Because I can buy a hot lunch. And then when you were in ninth grade, technically you kind of ruled the school. But I went to Catholic school in ninth grade. That's when CC started High school was ninth grade, so right. I really didn't get to that rule of the school in you missed junior out. high. Yeah. Oh wow. But eighth grade was my best year. I kind of yeah. You know, I kind of peaked. <laughs> when did you peak? Eighth grade. That's, I was if, like eighth grade. If I'm people cool are being now. honest. What yeah. was your peak year in school? <laughs> eighth grade. <laughs> and really, we haven't gotten past that yet, have we? Was it eighth for you? Yeah. I think it was eighth grade. I had good hair. I think it was eleventh grade. Yeah. I think junior year. Yeah. I had to know then. I did. All right. <laughs> I was in school sometimes. <laughs> I had a, I had a car. Open campus, uh, four-hour lunch. Bye. <laughs> I'll be in Angelo's studying. playing defender. <laughs> Let's get to our two-cent history lesson. Besides the one you've I, just had, I, I guess. I guess we should learn something. <laughs> Today is the twenty-sixth of May, National Cherry Dessert Day. National Cherry Dessert Day. Would it be one of those fruit pies you could get in the lunchroom or at McDonald's? Eat more fruits and vegetables day. So does a cherry dessert count as Oh, vegetable? sure. Okay. Absolutely. Especially one of those maraschino cherries that's been <laughs> soaked in syrup. <laughs> this is a fruit. <laughs> Sally Ride Day today, too. Okay. Ride Sally Ride. We talked to Sally. Yeah, we did. Years and years ago. She's since passed, but yeah, uh, um, yeah she was a that fascinating, fascinating interview. Yeah. Yeah. 1978, the first legal casino in the eastern U.S. opened. Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yeah. We're going to Jersey. Hit the slots. Jersey. My dad grew up in New Jersey, in Atlantic City, on the boardwalk. On the, I was going to yeah. say, on the boardwalk. Yeah, my yeah. grandfather had a linen store on the boardwalk, and it sold like t- it, knickknacks and touristy crap. Linen, and folks. Linens. That's a clothing yeah. store. It was like this. There was like the the posh side of the store. It had like linens and you know that kind of stuff for the. And then, the and then there was like the cheap. Side. Here's your little hula, tiki whatever thing. Ah, cool. And uh, my dad used to talk about how he used to set up chairs for the Miss America pageant. He get oh, paid yeah. like a dime a chair or whatever. Wow! You know, and he's a teenager, and he get to hang around Miss America pageant. Yeah. All right, then. nothing wrong with that. Oh my God, they're showing her knees. <laughs> Check out those ankles. Check out those ankles. Nineteen ninety for the first time, for the first time ever, the top five posi- uh, positions in the U.S. singles chart were held by female artists. Your artists back in nineteen ninety were Madonna, Heart. Sinead O'Connor, Wilson Phillips, and Janet Jackson in that order for the top five. That was a year. Remember? 1994. The I do's were said between one Michael Jackson and one Lisa Marie Presley. 
Um, they were married in the Dominican Republic. Mm. And they lived happily ever. No, they did not. No. Well. 1996. And they kissed. <laughs> that was kind of eerie, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh, totally natural. <laughs> this looks like they've done it before. It's <laughs> like you're kissing your aunt. What is that? <laughs> a fire at the home of Eric Clapton broke out in 1996, mm -mm. caused over a million dollars worth of damage. Firefighters arrived on the scene to find Eric Clapton braving the braze to save his collection of guitars. Oh, there you go. Okay. I thought you said a fight broke no, out. No, a fire. You said a fire. I'm like, well, uh, fire. there was a fight at Clapton's house? Well, that was <laughs> right. That's a, a real brawl. <laughs> Jimmy Page is taking on Pete Townsend. <laughs> Who do you think would win that? Kick his ass! Oh, Pete Townsend. He would use the guitar. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he, yeah, would, yeah, he would use yeah, the guitar yeah. as a weapon. Yeah, I think he, he would. would, yeah. The Supreme Court in 1998, the Supreme Court of our land, ruled that Ellis Island, historic gateway for millions of immigrants, is mainly in New Jersey, not New York. <laughs> the Supreme Court had to decide that. We couldn't just take a look at it and go, well, it's a boundary. This is where it's B at. Boundary dispute, but yeah. Was it over, for, you know, like tax funding or something? We want some money. It's for probably. money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if it has to do with money. We better take this to the Supreme Court. <laughs> I'm sure this has nothing to do with money. You know, yeah. it's like if you have something fading over your property line under your neighbor's lawn. Is that going to go to the Supreme Court? Right. You know, that's the thing. If you don't have a fence... You kind of have and when that. You, and, the, and sometimes when you mow, uh, it, it, if, if a neighbor like goes a line, and you're like, hey, that's technically my lawn. If you want to mow it, do the whole thing. I mean, that's no. what I'm like, well, you might as well do the whole thing. My neighbor has a, a company that comes to cut his lawn. Right. And um, sometimes they're a little shy. You know, they don't quite hit the property line. Oh. So I'm like, well, do I cut that or don't I? I see. Would my neighbor do that for me? Now, I don't know. Okay, now you bring up a good point. So I have a service that does my lawn too. And you know the little triangular pieces at the end of your driveway? I mean, sometimes yeah. there's a little. And so, I mean, it's not that big. It's as big as this table, maybe. And half of it's technically my neighbor's and half is mine. They don't do but it. But it looks so stupid when you mow just half of this little triangle. So you're like, just to mow the whole thing. But if you are on a different mowing schedule. Sure. So if the neighbor mows his on like a Friday and you have yours mowed on a Monday or, you know, it, then the, the growth rates are different and it all Oh, it's, it's all so. Yeah, I can't live here. It's stressful. <laughs> First house we had, my neighbor used to ask me what my lawnmower is set on so we could have pretty close to the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're asking me. Get a lawnmower sink, setting. Sink the mowers. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Hey, Bob, you on, you on three? Because I'm on three over here. See, and I've never been one. I, uh, so I, it, God bless people that, that love doing lawn work. I'm not one. I don't mind like doing lawn work. It's, I, it's kind of like uh, therapy. Hate I hate it. I think about the people I work with. and. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, not you. No, oh, of course no. not. <laughs> that's King, a, stupid that's a, <laughs> <laughs> pool robot. It's like somebody <laughs> do his lawn. We got the weed whacker. <laughs> Dang King. <laughs> and the thing gets untwined and you got to put in more twine. And you're like, come on, oh. King. Don't you have the bump in the... Uh... On your uh, weed whacker, you kind of bump it and it just Yeah, it does, but more. sometimes that gets jammed that's up. It's too. an older yeah, one. That's true, too. I, I got to go weed whack. That's it. <laughs> I just, I Are you just, weed whacking? I, I looked out yesterday. I'm like, you mean oh. your service doesn't do the weed whacking for you? Oh, no, you there's a se there's a oh. section behind my uh, my shed that they don't that they didn't really, the they area. haven't really gotten. I'm like, I got to get I would that. get on them for it. You're paying them, buddy. You're getting ripped. You're off. right. You're getting ripped off. That's our two cent history lesson for today. Don't get ripped off. <laughs> more more you get than you wanted service. to know about our lawn yeah. habits. And as John mentioned, you know he's got a robot for his pool. I do not. But we both use Roman's Pools for pool maintenance, repair, yeah, we do. and upkeep. Roman's Pool Supplies and Services, locations in Howell and Brighton, highly recommended. Fast, friendly service, pool expertise, and quality maintenance. Uh, Roman's Pool Service and Supplies is everything you need for your pool to keep it safe and clean this summer. And, and also some of the fun toys you can put in your pool, too, like a floating lounge chair, like you would see John floating in, for example. With his little beverage. Kicking mm -hmm. back saying, yeah, I don't have to vacuum. Reno's probably vacuuming right now. I got the robot underneath doing all the work for me. <laughs> Does he ever yell at the robot if it misses a spot? If the robot misses a spot, you know, you know who he's calling? Romans. Yeah. Saying my robot's out of line. No. I just push it and make it go. Okay. You can get robots that are remote control, too. You can go, oh, left. Oh, it's kind of, it's, it's like a video kind of game, like, almost. 
<laughs> I don't have that one. It just kind of randomly. I see. Yeah, you. But it does. It does the job. Again, you didn't have to want to work. Yeah. Better, well, better, better living through technology. <laughs> better living through technology. Again, is this any surprise that I have a robot clean my pool <laughs> and I'm you manually clean stuff. your pool? Come I have on. a service do my uh, lawn. You mow your. I, I, all right. Wit, wit. Uh, that's what America's <laughs> all about. That's what America's all about. You either do the work or you hire somebody to do it. That's right. All right. Otherwise, you have the, the police on your back saying, hey, your lawn needs to get cut. No, hey, your you, pool's dirty. Right, it's true. But if your pool is dirty, call Roman's Pools, romanspools.com. You know, did you, for the month of May, they've been encouraging people not to mow their lawn at all. Uh, uh, well, to help the bees, number one, and oh. to uh, what are the and they want done? you they want you to to let dandelions grow. No, no, no. And Who are because, these people? Because dandelions are in the springtime; they're one of the first flowers to bloom, and bees can get the pollen from those, and and so they were, and they want you to and and as a as a climate measure, they were encouraging people not to mow their lawn in the month of May. Oh, now, so you're getting you're getting it out there. Yeah, I, I still had the service to do it. I mean, <laughs> I mean oh, look, I mean, look, I I love the planet, but I really don't like the look my neighbors give me when I don't mow <laughs> when your lawn's a foot high. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we have to we have to get over that somehow. I don't know how we. Yeah, when the when the lawn gap. police come along and you yeah. say, "Hey, I'm just trying to save the environment here. I want the bees to be able to buzz." But I, yeah, but I want to say that they were even talking about I legislation that would allow know. allow you to. It wasn't going to mandate you to, but it was going to allow people to not mow their lawn in May. And it would somehow avoid like you know HOA restrictions and things like that. But wow, yeah. that's that's a whole lot. Yeah. It's like asking the uh, Supreme Court, where's the <laughs> Where is it? Well, it's right here. <laughs> it's got a big statue on. It. I don't know if you saw it or not. I don't know if you've seen this it, thing it, here. Is that Jersey is or it? is that New York? Come on. So, Madam Liberty's in Jersey. Oh. <laughs> well. Rough break for Madam. Oh, that is, kind of, you know, oh, I'm a part of the Big Apple, New York ah, City, center sorry. of the world. No, actually, you're in Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Here yeah. you go. Here's your new owner, Tony Soprano. <laughs> so, all right. Are we done today? God, are we? Let's hope so. All right, because I've got some great post-show content. All right. Besides what's hanging up behind us. Right. Now, before we get to that, we should also mention, as you d- did before earlier, that uh, we printed up your two-cent history lesson on a new Gigo printer. Yeah, we did. Dan's PC Solutions are the ones that helped us pick that out. Veteran-owned, Dan and Amber McMillan, a husband-wife team. They've been providing IT and computer services and support for Livingston County residents and small businesses for more than 10 years. They're there to help. You can stop in and see them and Ziggy. Dan's PC Solutions, located in the former Livingston County Airport building on Grand River and Howell, open Monday through Friday, 9 to 3, 517. 579-0975 online at dancepcsolutions.com. They provide IT support for small businesses, personal friendly service, and support for your average home user as well. That's dancepcsolutions.com. All right. I guess this is the part where I play the music, right? That is the part where you do that. Wrapping it up? Yeah. All right, ladies. Kitty and Cougar. Don't park in the handicapped spot. It's not nice. Unless you got a handicap sticker. Or sign. Hell yeah, giggle on. You know, you can giggle more on a holiday weekend if you want. Yeah. When are Kitty and Cougar going to come join us in the studio? Have you invited them? Yeah. 